Hey, this is Espo. Welcome to the Run Through the Endless Gray podcast. If you're thinking of starting your own podcast, I recommend using the Anchor app. It's easy to use, plus you can use it on your phone, computer, or even your tablet. You can find the Anchor app in either your Apple or Android app stores. So remember, when starting your own podcast, use Anchor. Hey everyone, this is the Run Through the Endless Gray podcast. Uh, this is Ads, I'm here with Espo and Brian. I um, want to sit here and say thank you to all of our listeners that uh, have been listening to us over the different platforms. We greatly appreciate it. Last week's episode, we talked about uh, movies that we watched as kids growing up. We definitely missed a few uh, few movies, but all in all, it was a great uh, great episode. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we definitely missed a couple, but like I said, we can always we could spend hours upon hours talking about that. We've had thirty plus years of movies to watch as a kid, um, so yeah, I, I liked it. That's definitely a show we got to do uh, more than one show. Absolutely. Yeah. I one movie I I uh, forgot to mention, and every kid loved this movie growing up was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And that was a movie that I wish we would have talked about because, of course, that could have, that could have just been another five minute, you know, conversation of that movie. And it also kind of ties in with music because it had the Beatles twist and shout in it. So that was that was the first time I ever heard the Beatles uh, as a kid growing up. And also want to say thank you for um, to Brian for giving us that information, or not the information, but the uh, the idea for last week's show. Um, I absolutely loved it, and I'm glad that everybody, you like listening to it too, because our stats are showing that people actually like us. So we greatly appreciate all the, you know, all the listeners that we have here. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so today's show, we're going to go and touch on uh, just stupid stuff we did as a kid, and... Um, I think everybody can relate when they talk about games they made up and, and, uh, what's that? TV. Oh, uh, yeah. TV, TV shows they watch, uh, you know, just, just a, a bunch of dumb things that, that we talk about amongst our friends and, uh, pretty much what this show is going to be about today. Awesome. So everybody, uh, sit back. Relax for the next hour and some change while uh, we talk about the dumb things that we did as kids in the 90s. And only 90s kids will understand this. Not any millennials, not people from the 70s or the 80s, because you're older than us and younger than us. So, Well, I think uh, some some parents will understand this, especially if they raise kids in the 90s, uh, having to patch up, you know, scrapes and bruises and... and and just t- take care of the kids that grew up in the 90s. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you think about it, back then, the internet was very new. Um, we had 56K modems, which were horrible, uh, especially today's, to today's standards. So typically, I mean, when we were kids, we, there's no, we didn't have iPads. We didn't have cell phones. You know, our, our, what we did for fun is, was outside. 
I mean, use our imaginations, which not many kids uh, do nowadays. And yeah, they're they're just glued to their uh, to the computers or their iPads or the video game systems that are out there. But I'm looking forward to this uh, conversation. So everybody, like I said, sit back, relax, and we'll uh, let you listen to the next episode soon. Take care. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Um, right now, what what we're doing is we're actually re-recording the show we did last week because that audio was lost. Um, when my we record this off of my iPad, and every now and then the screen would lock, and I would normally just use my thumbprint to open the screen back up. But when I did it last time, I accidentally clicked the button which shut down the recording and we lost the audio. So the recording you just heard for the opening was last week and we're going to basically re-record the show today, go back over the same subjects, but we're going to add a few things to it about like what what it's like to grow up in Philly and what it's what basically what it's like today and we we just hope that you enjoyed the show. Uh we do want to start off with some shout-outs uh adam so you can uh start with your shout outs yeah i want to give out a shout out to uh ob media llc um met them while at work they are a digital media um producer so if you are an up-and-coming artist you want to find a recording studio or if you want to do podcasts they do podcasts as well uh they are in uh old city right off of uh north 5th Street in Philadelphia, uh, you can reach them at OB Media on Instagram, O-B-I-E-M-E-D-I-A. That's OB Media, uh, LLC. I also want to give a nice little shout out to Angelo's Pizza on Market Street. A uh, gentleman is moving up here from Baltimore, and he's opening up his his very first pizza shop, and it's only eight styles of pizza that are named after family members. Uh, they're going to be opening up in November, so I'm looking forward to trying their pizza but if you're in the philadelphia area in late october early november check out angelo's pizza on market street and then lastly i would like to give a nice little shout out to local philly market uh, which is on 1135 pine street um, ask for casey she is the owner they uh, sell local products that philadelphia um philadelphia locals make anything from arts and crafts to uh, just and basically anything that's going to be locally made. Uh, so, yeah, check them out. It is local Philadelphia market, and they are on Pine Street, and uh, check them out. All right. Um, as you know, we live in northeast Philly. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Academy Concrete. They just redid my whole front stoop and, and my front uh, area of my house. And I wanted to give out a tri tri-state water restoration. It's a great company. If you if you have uh, any emergency issues, a great company. To look look um, look up. And they'll get your job done quick, fast, and in a hurry for you. So that way you can get back to things back to normal. I want to give a shout out to KT at the fourteen oh nine podcast. It's a it's a guy who we see as a brother, uh, fellow Mason. And I wanted to give a shout out to my friend Ryan and his girlfriend Sandra at the um, Sorry Not Sorry podcast. Uh, they're a good show to listen to. It's a very analytical type show. If you like our show, you might like theirs. And go and check it out. 
Um, so now basically, that's all I got. yeah, this week, um, we're going to be continuing to talk about the episode that we were talking, um, that got deleted, unfortunately. It's about the stuff that we did as kids in Philadelphia, games, schooling, or whatever. Um, it was a great show, and like, uh, like Espo said in the beginning of this, um, we lost it. And it was 55 minutes that, uh, that was just great conversation about things that we did as kids. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty Brian, sure Brian was upset about it. Yeah, I, I was like, we're 10 minutes away from being done, and I'm like, oh man, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, Brian started off the show with uh, one of my favorite games, to be honest. He was talking about um, Suey. Yep. Yeah. Before before we get started, I do want to say uh, um, there's a holiday today, which uh, a lot of people don't think it's a holiday, but I think it's certainly a holiday. It's uh, Christopher Columbus Day. Uh, for all you Italians out there, um, a happy holiday. Yeah, and, what, and what's kind of funny, though, is that I, I saw on, um, on Facebook, and it's, and it's the truth. People, the city said, oh, we're going to observe the holiday for Christopher Columbus, but yet it was the city who decided to Wrong. cover. They, Wrong. Say who covered they, it up. They called it Indigenous People Day. They did not call it Christopher Columbus Day. So they changed the name. They changed the name. Well, that's kind well, of stupid. That's been, Our mayor's a moron, by that, the way. That's been a thing that's been, <laughs> that's a thing that's been going on across the country. That's not just here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so I think what they did, and and most most holidays have like two different things on the day. It's, I think people who view Christopher Columbus, because if you go to the Caribbean, they don't view him in a good light. But that they, I think people who view him in a bad light don't want to celebrate him and that's why they made the day indigenous people's day but for italians like myself christopher christopher columbus has a very important role in history um but he found america yeah no he didn't sorry well you're, you're wrong he did not find uh, america but that's talking about the vikings he, he, had a, <laughs> he had a very very important role in the development of the world we know today and whether you see him as a good guy or a bad guy. Personally, if you know his history, I I know that he never actually sailed under the name Christopher Columbus or Cristobal Colombo. He he used the name Cristobal Colon on most of his voyages because he he sailed for Spain. And and he was also I mean you want to get into a little bit of history, but of course we're going to go back to what it is because I'm the history buff. You know, if for everybody who celebrates Christopher Columbus Day and you're very proud of him, hey, that's that's awesome. I, I'm not gonna knock anybody, but um, I know that he was a pirate, and he never stepped foot on America. He actually stepped on the island of Haiti. And if you know anything about Haitians, Haitians are a little bit darker skinned, hence why he said, "Oh, look, they are Indians." So he never stepped foot on America when he first sailed over. It was actually the island of Haiti. That's very so, true. And America. Was founded by Americos Vespucci, Americo, America, well, who was an Italian sailor as well. Uh, I thought he was French. <laughs> no, America Vespucci, no. But, uh, right, we gotta go yeah. back to history class, uh, all of us. Yeah. <clears throat> You're talking to the guy who should have but, went to school to become a history teacher. I knew it was named after him, but I don't know if he actually came here to America. Is it, what, what was that? Who, America Vespucci? Yeah. He, he 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 came here and he sailed and he and I forget exactly which state well now would be state but he did definitely landed on the east coast 
Okay. Um, but they named it after they named America after America Vespucci. But of course, we all know that the Vikings were the first to find it here. But that's completely different. The true Americans here are the Native Americans, and I like to think America, even even though it was long after. Uh, I think like think it was uh, named after that girl that shows her tits in Jason versus <laughs> in, the new, in the new Jason <laughs> Jason movies Friday Thirteenth movies. <laughs> All right, well, going back, getting back to this subject because of course, <laughs> of course, I could go down rabbit holes of history because that's just one of my fortes that I love. And if anybody knows history and you want to prove me wrong or say that I'm wrong, hey, that's perfectly fine. You could uh, find us on Twitter at endless gray one. That's endless gray one. Uh, gray is spelled G-R-A-Y, the letter one. And let me know if I'm wrong. And I like being proven wrong because then it makes me want to get my facts straight. Your wife proves you wrong every day. And so does yours. And um, <laughs> so, we were, you know, like Vince said and Brian brought it up, we brought we played this game called uh, Suey. So when I played, of course, you may get three different versions, but the version that I know how to play is you grab a tennis ball, you throw it at a wall, you catch it, you throw it, you hit somebody, and if and if you don't hit the wall and you say silly, you're just going to get pegged and it hurts. But that's just the gist of it. Actually, um, his uh, the way he explained it wasn't very good. So, actually, the game, you throw it against the wall, the other person's got to catch it. If they touch it and don't catch it, you you get to get the ball and peg them with it. Um and if they do catch it, then they throw it. Then you got to catch it and not drop it. The the game really has no winner or loser. It's just whoever the has the most. The losers are whoever has the most wealth on their back. Exactly. Bag. You took the word right out of my mouth. And we we usually use. I use a racquetball. We use the the blue rubber racquetballs most of the Man, time. Man, that had to hurt. We use tennis balls. I mean, they hurt, but. Fresh Those tennis balls are tough. Fresh tennis yeah. balls. You had a, they came in the three pack and yep. the pens, and yep. we, we used to get them at the right aid right around the corner. And as soon as you opened it up, it sounded like a beer, and you heard that beautiful little sound. And you grabbed that tennis ball, and the first when, throw in the back was the was I the can sweetest. still smell when you pop the can. It has that that smell. Oh, I absolutely. Can, I can I, still smell that. I can still feel the pop in my back when we talk <laughs> when we talk about getting pegged. I'm just, uh, what about getting pegged right in the back of the kneecap? Like, if no, you were trying to jump and not get hit, and they just get you right in the back. Yeah, and the back be... of the neck's the worst. Yeah. Because I always aimed for the head, so. I just aimed, I just I aimed for whatever. Runner. Yeah, I just aimed yeah. for whatever. One, one time a friend of mine and I were playing racquetball, and we, we actually had rackets. And he, he caught me in the face with a, a shot with the racquetball oh, from the racket so you can only imagine going 80 miles an hour in your face exactly it it caught me right in the chin and uh had a had a pretty good bruise underneath the chin yeah well and then um well you know not only playing suey but we also mentioned uh step ball so as i said uh, well it's just, this is a brand new episode, so we're going to pretend that uh, the last episode that we recorded that got lost never happened. So we're going to do our best little uh, Wayne's World impersonation and go... And now guess what? We're back to the new episode. We're talking about step ball. Step ball is a game. You get it. We play with a tennis ball. You hit it on the edge of a step. If it bounced once and you and then you caught it, it was an out. If it bounced twice, you got on first base. You had your nice little imaginary people running around first, second, third, and home. And, of course, if you hit it hard enough and it went over a fence or whatever your boundaries were, it would be considered a home run. See, we used to do um, you throw it against the step, and then when anyone who knows uh, northeast stoops, you have a you have a stoop 
from the house. Then you have like a long walkway. And then you have a second stoop or it goes right to the street. So we would usually play on a stoop that went right to the street. And there, each, each um, block section is like divided. So there's lines in the, in the concrete. If you hit the step and it bounced between the first and the second line, it was a single. Second and third line, it was a, it was a double. And uh, the third and the fourth line, we considered a home run. There were no triples just because that's the way the, the blocks are laid out. Yeah, see, I lived I, in, my, in my neighborhood. I grew up in the frankfurt Wissanoming section, and um, we had our row homes. And the steps that we played on would be directly across. So you would be able to get your singles, your doubles, but your triples would be almost like the line shots if it hit the other person's porch. If it didn't go on the porch, yeah. it was like an automatic triple. But of course, if it went onto the porch, then it was a home run. Yeah. But there was a couple houses to where they had fences. So if it went into the yard, then it was an automatic double. There was no triples at that point. And right. then if it went onto the top of the porch, then that's when you saw an out. You know, that's when it was a home run. Yeah. I think it, if I remember correctly, because if you caught it, it was an out. But if you caught it and dropped it, some people would play that as your triple. Since since we didn't technically have a triple. But if you managed to get it over someone's head and it landed between the third and the fourth line, then that was your that was your home run hit. Okay. One one thing I didn't mention when when we first recorded this was that a very similar game was wire ball. Yes, I was actually going to bring that up. Now we used to grab we used to use a basketball, and you would have to try to throw it over like a telephone line and hit the top of the wire. That's how we played. And then if you hit it, you got a point. But if the other person caught it, it was minus a point. So you would always oh. try to have to hit it and make sure that they would not get it. And if you hit it and it came back to you and you caught it, obviously it was your point. But you would have kept on hitting the wire and you catching it. And if it went over and they caught it, it was minus a point. Then it was their ball. Did Brian, did you play wire ball? Not even heard of it until just now. Really? Mm. How about step ball? How did you play step ball? Was step what? I never played step ball. Oh, you never played step ball either? It was, it was stick ball, suey, or hockey. That All was right. it. Well, I, I mean, I grew up, like I said, I grew up in the Wissanoming Frankfurt area, so there was a lot of a lot of stoops, a lot of little areas that you can play. Step ball. All right. Yeah. Did you ever play curveball? No, I never played curveball. So now, for, so you never heard of you never heard of step ball. You never probably never played curveball. So what you would do? Oh, with cur- well, wire ball. I wanted to say wire ball. You played wire ball very different than I played wire ball. We we played wire ball pretty much how you played step ball. You but you throw it up if you hit the wire. Uh, um, if you missed the wire, it was an out. All right. So this game, this game, uh, I, we played like in infinite innings because it was very easy to get out. But if you hit the wire and it bounced, if it bounced once, it was a single. Twice, it was a double. Three times, it was a triple. And if for whatever reason it bounced four times, it was very, it's very rare for it to bounce four times. Yeah. Um. Then, then that was that was your home run. Well, I'm assuming every. Assuming, like I said, uh, every neighborhood had their own different ways of playing it. Yeah. Um. But when we played, when we played uh, curveball, of course you would have to you would have to play on one of the narrow streets, and you would one person would stand on one of the street, the other person would stand on the other, and you grab a basketball or a soccer ball and you throw it towards the curb of of the opposing you know the other person. It had to hit off the curb, and you had to catch it. That was a point. But if you missed it and it bounced, then it would be their then it'd be their turn, and you'd play up to twenty one. But you would always have to win by two. So yeah. there was a lot of times where you know you might get on a nice little rhythm of knowing how to throw it. But if you didn't catch it, 
you never got the point. Even though you hit the curb, it would be the other person's turn. All right. So it's it, it when you as a kid, it was easy to to play. I haven't played the game in almost you know twenty five years, so I really can't say the the true uh, te- technical playing abilities of it. Because like I said, I haven't played it in almost twenty five right. years, so it's it's a lot different. But um, what about wiffle ball? Do you ever play like if you played wiffle ball? Did you play it in a playground? Did you play it on the street? Did you play it in in the alleyway? Like how did you play wiffle ball? <clears throat> well, I live uh, well, growing up, and I actually still live like maybe like two blocks down from the house that I grew up in. My parents still live there. Um, but I right next to a playground. So pretty much the only thing we didn't play at the playground was hockey, which is because we just played in the street and we'd like to break windows, <laughs> slap shots. <clears throat> but um, I didn't really play wiffle ball all that much because we had a baseball field. So we ended up just playing baseball. We'd set up a tee. We'd have people outfield. We'd just hit off a tee. There'd be no pitcher. Um, and we play it that way. Um, no wiffle ball. But I do like, there's a, a new wiffle ball. Um, I can't think of the name of it. Um, but it's crazy. You can make the ball curve like six feet. It's insane. Oh, the uh, the orange one? It's, it's it's like an orange one, but it has like specific ways that you could grip it. and then you Yeah, get it's, a, it's like a, the ball has like little like shapes and stuff in it. And it yeah. makes it curve. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I never, we never really played wiffle ball that much. I mean... When I was young, me and my dad played wiffle ball in the backyard, but never with my friends. Now, Vince, did no. you? What did you use for a strike zone in wiffle ball? Like, what was your strike zone to know that it was guaranteed a strike? Because you know, if you're playing wiffle ball and you're trying to use it as like a regular, a regular pitcher, and you have an umpire, of course you're gonna have somebody going, "Oh, that's too high, that's too low." What was your strike zone? I mean, we used a typical baseball strike zone. Um, if it was down the middle, it was down the middle. Is it pretty easy to to call strike? But for the for the most part, um, we, my friend's dad used to really play the umpire, and he was pretty good at calling a good a good ball or a good strike. But you know, when you're when you have your other friends playing, it's always you're always calling bullshit on on whether it's a ball or a strike or whatever. Yeah, we would always use yeah. um like folding chairs. So like if it went in between, like if if you look at the folding chair, if you hit any of the corners of the of the chair itself, not the lower, but like the middle, it'd be a strike. Oh, that, so you, that was a good idea. I so, never thought to do so we, anything we're like that. Kids to figure that one well, out. Yeah. We, well, we also so when I got older and I we and, just had someone play umpire. No, we never we never did that. We well, I also used to play wiffle ball when um I would work overnights as a grocery clerk. Yeah. And when we are strikes, were you twenty five? No, I was eighteen, dickhead. <laughs> so we would play. Uh, it was for a store called Food Basics that's no longer around. But we would use a. I haven't shop- seen Food Basics in a long time. Yeah, we we would use a shopping cart as the strike zone, and man, if you can get a nice, you know, twelve six curveball, that thing's coming up and it dips down and it goes right into the right into the grocery cart. It's a strike. You're like son of a bitch. But when we would play there. There were certain aisles, like certain um, parking spaces, that you knew if you hit it past it, it was a home run. When, oh, dude, we would play wiffle ball at like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. When he said aisles, I was like, were you playing in a store? That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. There's, yeah, I was, I was, you took the word right out of my mouth again. No, we, we would actually play guess which aisle. So when the store first opened up and we would do the overnights, we would know that there was new hires, so they would have to do something that's called facing. You would bring the products to the front. Well, we'd be in the produce section grabbing like apples oranges 
and we would throw it and then we would hear something falling and we would actually have to guess which aisle that piece of fruit hit. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) And if you got it right, you know, like you would bet somebody, but you would bet like cigarettes or, you know, money or whatever it is. But then, you know, then you would have to go back and clean it up because you're making a big giant mess. So something along the lines of that, um, when I was in high school and just out of high school, uh, I worked for Staples, uh, the uh, office supply store. And um, it was, I was working there right around the time where the Chappelle show was huge. I mean, everyone was watching it. It was phenomenal. Still, I still watch it. It's a great show. Um, but we didn't throw stuff because then we'd have to just clean it up and no one want to do extra work. So what we did was we'd go up around the aisle and we'd just go, yeah, okay. <coughs> and we, I can't remember what we did with the game, um, but we had a little game going and... Um, Afterwards, like we'd go to the bar or whatever, and uh, someone had to buy the beer. Whoever lost, I don't remember how the game worked out, but um, it was something like that. We used to have a guy. We used to go bowling, and this is when the bowling alley was right on the uh, on the boulevard, right where um, our boulevard lanes. Boulevard lanes, yeah. yes. Well, yeah, you're a bowler, so somebody. We is that knew, at Ron in the boulevard? Yes, yes. Ron in the boulevard. So this they closed. Yeah, they yeah, closed. It. It's I, now I it's that. now a uh, Gary, Gary Barber's uh, holding shop, but. Yeah. We knew that somebody knew the DJ, and every time they would do what is it the the money the money bowl like to where you would have to. Well, they put up a gold pin, I think. Yes, like different colored pin. Yeah. yeah. So anytime someone would do that, somebody would always come up, and they would see them ready to pull back, ready to throw, and as soon as they throw it, I hear Charlie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> they would always really? say, "Show Charlie Murphy got today's." Yeah. <laughs> so they would always scream Charlie Murphy for some reason, and it would always screw them up. And it'd be really funny at the same time. Oh, absolutely. When, when, when I was 16, I, I was working for ECW doing uh, promotions. And there was there was a guy who ran the promotions. His name was Paul. And Paul Heyman? No, it wasn't Paul Heyman. <laughs> but it, it was it was a... Uh, I don't even remember the guy's last name. All I know is, is that he would pay me in food and tickets. So he would give me a he would give me a stack of tickets. I could take as many as I needed, and then I would go hand out the tickets to. Um, I was supposed to hand them out to people, and they had my name on the back of them, and then I would get credit for how many people showed up to the shows, right? And then uh, how much credit I I get would be like, you know, what whether I could stay backstage or whatever, you know, during the shows. But what I would do is I would. I would take the tickets and I would give a stack of tickets to Pat's steaks and I would get steaks from from Pat's and I would trade them for free games at Boulevard Lanes. <laughs> yeah, see, now, That's awesome. now uh, Espo bringing up Pat's, uh, for those who are listening and if you ever decide to visit Philadelphia... Um, Don't go to Pat's and Geno's. Every, I was just going to say that. Everybody says, oh, what's the best place to go? It's mm-hmm. not Pat's and Geno's. No, local Philly, local Philly you I, know, Philadelphians will tell you it's not Pat's or Geno's. I like Joe's steaks. See, I prefer Prince Steve's steaks. But I'm also I'm also very listen, biased to Campos. Listen, the uh, one of the best places for roast pork and cheesesteaks is John's Roast Pork right behind the Lowe's on uh, Columbus Boulevard. The problem with and there Snyder is Ave. Snyder Ave. They the problem with there is um, they buy a certain amount of rolls every day, and when they run out of rolls, they close. That could be one o'clock in the afternoon. That could be three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, the they always have a line warm. out the door because I'm telling you, 
that's the place where Philadelphians go. It's not one of those Philly landmarks. It's their food is just phenomenal. I like Joe's off of Gerard Avenue. We used to go there when when we were working like old job sites. Gerard and what? Uh, I don't remember the cross street. I just know that it's South Philly. What's that? Gerard, Gerard's in North Philly. North Philly. Oh, North Philly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I used to go on job sites. My um, my uh, coworker would always drive over there. Place used to be called Chinks. Oh, they had to change their name. It was Chinks. Okay. Yeah. 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 They got and, sued. Yeah, and that, and now it's on. Um, that it, it, they also have one at Tarsdale, and I want to say it's at. Either Tarsdale and Devereaux or Tarsdale and Benner. I was might, there today. Yeah, it might be. It might be in between. Yeah. You'd never see it if you weren't looking for it because it's an old house. Yeah, yeah, I was there and, today. And they have they have a little walk in where the basement would have been, and it's it's a it's a Joe's Steaks. I, th- I think it's called Joe's Steaks and Fries or something so like I, that. I went to I, I had a cheesesteak from there today. I didn't even realize that was Joe's. I just went. And yeah, it's a, it's a good place to eat. I was working at uh, Comcast Tarsdale. So. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Brian, uh, you like to play stickball when you were younger, right? Absolutely. Um, well, sometimes stickball, sometimes halfball. It all depends on how many tennis balls we had. Uh, we'd always lose them, so then we ended up, we, we had one ball left, we'd cut it in half. And but, that made it harder to hit a home run. Yeah, well, yeah you, were, you were saying uh, before that as you were getting older, you were just smashing them over the fences. So. It wasn't even funny anymore. I just closed my eyes and swing and it's gone. And that's why you started cutting the ball in half. Yeah, yeah. It made it a little harder because, I mean, so when we played, I went to camp. Uh, I went to camp next to the park that I live next to. Um, my good friend that I, uh, my best friend that I, I grew up with him there. We went to camp from five years old up till I think we were like 15. And we started playing stickball around seven, eight years old. We had a hell of a time trying to have a home run playing with these kids who were 12, 13, 14, 15. And um, by the time we got to that age, 12, 13, 14, 15, it just was too easy. I mean, we were just smoking home runs left and right. So cutting the ball definitely makes it harder to hit a home run. Really yeah. quick, getting back to where um, they were talking about Joe's and Chinks. Chinks Deli did had to change their name to Joe's Deli, and that shop was on Tarsdale Avenue in the Northeast. So, and that, and that was founded, and it says here on the website, 1949, uh, but then they had to change the name just because of political stuff. It's it's basically it, the name you would call uh, an Asian person. Well, I'm pretty sure. But it wasn't it wasn't named that because of an Asian person. It was actually the wife. Was, that was her nickname. That was her nickname. Yeah, it was an Italian person who yeah. had that nickname. Yeah, it's like Chickies and Pete's. Yeah, Chickies. Chickies not her real name. Yeah. So, but, and that's another thing. If you're, if you're, you know, in Philadelphia, there's uh chickies and Pete's. I'm pretty sure that they the have. The only good one is in South Philly. I promise you. Well, the original I, one is still good too. The, the original yeah. one off of Robin Avenue. Robin, Robin's Ave. They have something that they call our crab but, fries. But, they trademark, but they have this American cheese sauce that is just phenomenal with the they, fries. They mix the cheeses up. But, but there is um, one in Jersey. Like they're branching out. There's one in Jersey. It's all franchise though. Yeah. Yeah. It's franchise now. They're um, stadiums. I, I even think there's one in Florida. Uh, I, someone said that one opened up in Florida. 
I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Ocean I heard City, that. New Jersey has one on the boardwalk. Yeah. Their it, prices are insanely overpriced on the boardwalk. but They're insanely overpriced at the ballparks, too. Yeah, yeah they are. It's it, I think it's like $9 for a thing of fries and then yeah. $2 for the cheese dip sauce, which is only in a small, like, two-ounce ramekin, and you get halfway through the fries, and you have no cheese sauce left. They'll give you more cheese. But you had to pay for it. Yeah. And you're going to be I, I waiting th- in line for like another two hours. I don't think I would, Yes. Well, no, no, no. At the ballpark, they, they make you pay for it. But I think if you're at another chicken and pizza, oh, if, if you're, they'll if just you're give the you the another rest- thing of cheese. Yeah, if you're at the yeah, restaurant, yeah. yeah, they don't charge you. But if you're at the ballpark, they're going to nickel and dime you. Oh, and by the way, um, Citizens Bank Park, if you're in the Philadelphia area after the pandemic's done, check out the ballpark. It is probably one of the nicest ballparks here on the East Coast. Um, our Phillies... Are my favorite, you know, my favorite team. But um, thank God they got rid of McClintock or Clintac because yeah, that guy, he he ran the team into the ground. I mean, he did a horrible job. I feel bad for Joe Girardi because he came in with uh, one leg missing. I'll tell you that. Yeah, and and we might actually lose probably the best catcher in baseball because nah, they got to resign him. Dude, he, they're, 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 I just saw I, today they, they're looking for two. He wants at least $200 million as a contract. Now, I, would, I would give it to him. Well, we can give it to him, but then, of course, you know, that's we, what you have. We wouldn't have any any more money left to really go digging for in, a, in other areas. In, in the yeah, but, but we got, we got we, a lot of guys. Um, they got a lot of guys down in the um, – uh, what's it farm called? system. The farm no, system. No, yeah. we, we I think no, we pull no, them up. No, 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 we don't. Not, not as what we should have. Well, they did. They did trade uh, Sixto Sanchez. Yeah, they they traded. <laughs> they traded a, a prospect who is doing phenomenal right now, and uh, they got nothing for him. Basically, a guy that was a rental for one year and then was gone. Oh, the guy for a huge mistake. Yeah. Well, that's what they. That's what they need. That's what they did. They needed bullpen help, but it didn't. Our bullpen sucked this We've, year. Our bullpen we, sucked. That's that's all I have we, to say. We haven't, uh, uh, in my opinion, we haven't really had that great of a bullpen in a while. I mean, uh, we haven't had a great, we haven't had a good bullpen since the oh wait World Series. Well, we yeah, had, yeah, I would say oh nine oh ten because we had the um, well, we we went to the World Series against the the Yankees in oh nine. Which we yeah. should have won. What was the 2010 when we no. got? We had Roy Oswalt. We had um, Holiday. We had Hamels. The four aces. That yeah. was yeah, the, yeah. yeah that um, was that was the 2011. That's when 2011. we won. That's when we, we lost St. Louis. St. Louis and that goddamn squirrel. Squirrel. What is? It? I don't remember the squirrel. The uh, there's a squirrel this, that ran out on the field. I, and, I forget the whole bullshit. No, the squirrel. So Roy Oswalt was pitching, and he threw the ball, and they and the, they called timeout, and yet it was a strike. And then of course it was. Even though they said it was a, you know, we knew it was a strike. The damn squirrel crossed the field. They they apparently they called time, and then they had to redo the pitch, and then it just that that goddamn squirrel really screwed us up for that whole series. Well, we we really got off on a tangent here. Jesus Christ! Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a, you can't yeah. get us on the sports, or else it's gonna go south because our Eagles uh, look horrible. But we went, I, now I'm we not went from half ball to pro sports. Yeah, well, I'm I'm not saying I'm happy about it. I'm also not saying I'm sad about it. Um, as you might not know, as first Eagles round fans, draft pick. Now, as Eagles fans, we really hate the Cowboys. Arch enemy, hate the Cowboys. Oh, now, this is, it, it's a bittersweet uh, moment. I'm not going to say I'm happy, but I'm not going to say I'm sad. Shit, I'm happy. Dak Prescott's leg no. fell off. I mean, come on. 
Hey, look, if they sew that thing back on, maybe he has a chance. He's never getting a new contract again. He's going to be on one-year deals for the rest of his life. And when he's getting carted off, I know, I mean... That was pretty bad. He was crying. He was crying. And that's I would on. be, too. My leg would be missing. Yeah. yeah. Well, all, all the Cowgirls fans were sitting there going, Oh, there goes our quarterback! That was, that, that was just such a funky way for him yeah. to fall. Yeah, well, look look what happened to Alex back, Smith. I think their backup quarterback's better anyway. Oh, Andy Dalton? Yeah. <laughs> big red. Big red. <laughs> the big red hair. All right, we got to get back because we, yeah. we're definitely, we could definitely talk sports. We could talk sports all day long. We could definitely talk sports all day, like Brian said. Um, I mean, we're, we're, we're diehard four for four guys here. No, I'm uh, three for four. I can't stand basketball. I can't stand basketball, but we, we won't choose anybody else but the Sixers. That's the only thing is that we, we can't choose... I like the Charlotte Hornets if I had to pick. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't do I'm much not, basketball. I'm not a big basketball fan. Yeah, me I never either. was. I never followed it too much. Um, I, when I was younger, I followed the Bulls. Oh, everybody and, followed the Bulls. Yeah, Michael yeah, Jordan. I Michael mean, Jordan was yeah, a, yeah. that was a big error. I followed Lakers. I, tell you the truth, even with the Sixers, I was a, never a die-hard Sixers fan. I didn't like Iverson. See, I did when when Iverson was playing. Um, I liked the Sixers. I I didn't like basketball because I didn't play it. Yeah. Um, but my two favorite color colors were black and red, and I got to say those Iversons from around ninety eight ninety nine. I was probably ninety nine two thousand. Man, they were a sick shoe, and I loved my Iversons. Now I I admit that Iverson for the Sixers probably the greatest of all time. For the Sixers. Um, uh, modern, modern. I think greatest of all time would probably have to be uh, Dr. J. Dr. J. Yeah, 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 that's true. Um, for for our era, like like our yeah. age. Modern era, right. yes. Modern, modern era. He's, he's probably the greatest of all time. But he's just constantly in the news for bullshit. And uh, as someone that a kid's looking up to, it wasn't the type of person that I looked up to. Yeah. AI. As, What's up? Are you talking about practice? Oh, oh. Um, I, I sorry. I had to put I I put Vince's dog away because she kept on biting at my kneecap. But uh, so AI, yeah, um, probably one of the greatest Philly athletes. I think he was actually voted the greatest Philly athlete in the last fifty years recently on uh, on the radio from a ninety four WIP. They did, yeah. And I met him. I met him last year when I was working. I worked for the Phillies uh, for three homestands and um he threw out the first pitch for one of the games and he's walking through the lower concourse and you could hear him talking to his buddies and he's like man i was so nervous i was so nervous and i just shouted out i'm not thinking anything of it i said come on ai i said for real out of all the games that you played you were nervous and he just stopped right there now it was him and like seven of his boys i'm gonna shit my pants i mean like and if everybody knows like how AI, you know how he rolled, you know rolled with his, with his people. If someone's gonna stop like that, shit's gonna go down. And he stops and he looks at me and he goes, "Yeah, man, I was nervous, and I couldn't think of anything I really wanted to say." But you practice. We're talking about practice here. And for I, I dude, I'm telling <laughs> he you, he would have punched you in the face. <laughs> I mean, he stopped. He stopped, and I said, and as I was talking to him, we just started talking. And I said, well, you know, it, you know, it's good to see you back here in Philly. So we walked for at least, I'm, I'm telling you, it had to be about 50 yards. Side to side, me and AI are just talking. One-on-one, -on -one, didn't ask him anything else. We were just talking about him throwing out the first pitch. And when I, when I was leaving, I said, 
hey, AI, it was, you know, it was a pleasure meeting you. He goes, you too, man. He goes, enjoy the game. I said, you enjoy the game too. He's like, all right, man. And he wound up leaving. But I thought, I, I mean, at first he just stops dead in his tracks. And I thought his boys were going to like, you know, humble me. <laughs> But oh, I got, and that was probably one of the, I mean, I actually got to talk to AI and that, that was really cool. It wasn't like one of those, oh, AI, let me get your autograph. Let me do this. I just talked to him as a normal human being yeah. and, oh, he was great. He was an awesome person. So, so let's get back uh, to what we were originally talking about, that little tangent there. Oh. Um, so I got a question. So, um, so we're talking about games that we played uh, when we were younger. Now I'm going to go to a little more mischievous of a game. Um, you guys ever play Knock Knock Zoom Zoom? Oh, of course, playing Knock oh, Knock yeah. Zoom Zoom. Absolutely, um, we played the. We we, we in, the, in the in the deleted episode of last week. I talked about. Um, oh, we did knock, talk about that. Yeah, we talked about playing Knock Knock Zoom Zoom on this old man named Walt's door, and he would always come out, you know, yelling at us because we would knock on his door and you run away as fast as you can, of course. But yeah, man, there was well. Growing up, you could play knock knock zoom zoom. Now you play knock knock. It's knock knock bang bang, and that bang bang is you're getting like at least a nine millimeter, a forty five, three fifty seven, and they're going to be coming out the window at you. You don't knock on doors anymore. Yeah, like like uh, the, this episode says, uh, bad things happen in Philly. Yes, and and they always say bad things happen in Philly, and you know what? They do. It's okay. That's why we live in Philly, and uh, as Travis Kelsey said, we're I'd... from Philly, effing Philly. And we don't care. Well, no one likes us. No one likes no us. No one likes us. We, we don't, don't care. care. But um, <laughs> to the to the to the birds, <laughs> we just cheered. <laughs> we just try not to make as much noise, but it's okay. But yeah, um, so yeah, Zoom oh, Zoom was a great game. I mentioned the time I, I played with a with a friend of mine who's who's now passed. Rest in peace. Um, we knocked on a guy's door, and that guy happened to be opening the door as we were knocking. And he jumped in his car and chased us all around the neighborhood. Yeah. Now there, there's a, the only reason we lost them is is there's a cut through from one side of the neighborhood to the other through the wooded area. We ran we ran into the wooded area and that's how we lost them. But is that each, where the point the box was at? No, 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 no. That that's over at the Potter's Field. This okay. this is between uh, in in the Parkwood area between Medford and Torrey. Uh, there, there's a, a wooded area on the big hill. Um, once, once we cut through there, we lost him, but he chased us for a good half hour and we just kept running around because this whole neighborhood's loop streets. It's just one giant loop. Yeah. And we, we ran, we ran down every loop street and he was, he was, he was doing like 40, 50 miles an hour down these streets, curving, curving around the loops and ch- chasing us. We were scared. We thought if he got a hold of us, he was going to do some real harm. Did you ever play, um, well, we, we, we combine two games at once but capture the flag but spring at the same time tell spring oh spring's spring? freedom freedom oh okay yeah okay. spring's so freedom we used to we used to play we would always have a white flag and a black flag you, you divide the two teams up but there were three block radiuses that you were allowed to that you were allowed to play so we never did with a flag we just we just we would have like whole neighborhood out and i, I didn't hang in the parkwood area i, I hung in normandy Normandy would just all the kids would get together and play like one big game of freedom. We'd be jumping through backyards. And well, no. Like that. So the reason why you would play capture a flag and freedom at the same time is because in order to to win, obviously you would have to capture the flag, but you would have to say freedom at the same time, trying not to get captured. But if you had the flag and you got caught, the game was over, 
and then they had to rehide the flags. Mm-hmm. And I remember there were two hiding spots that we did, and it was probably the greatest hiding spots that we thought of as kids. The white flag, what we did was is that we set the flag where we sat the, the, the flag up against someone's side of the house and put a trash can sitting right there because it actually sat flush and you couldn't see it because it was white, you know, a white background with the white flag. And another person put the black the black flag on top of a trash can. And people are constantly running past. You can't see it. Try and catch. Oh, it was great. That's cheating. It, no, it's you have to think. You the, you would figure it out. Well, we had one guy. The one base that we would play on it was like a one story, and then it would go like a second story house. Somehow he would always be able to climb on top of the first story. Everybody would be caught, and all he'd do is lean over the house. Spring and smack the top of the top of the building. Everybody runs away, and then he'd be caught because he's now stuck on the top of a roof. Yeah. So we, you uh, know, we play that. Would you ever play kick the can? It's the same thing as freedom, but you play kick the can. No, no. So besides saying spring, there would be like a can soda, whatever. He, you would have to combine. Go. He combined a lot of games because yeah, right. oh yeah, kick the can to me was like it was almost like hockey. Yeah, no, yeah. no, kick the can for us was basically like Hockey spring. soccer. <laughs> yeah. No, no, kick the can, you, everybody had to no, go. No, you, you just didn't, kick. yeah, to, for, for us, we play kick the can, you just didn't have a soccer ball, or you didn't have a hockey puck, so so you would just Shit, crush, I, crush I, a can and kick it. I thought it. I was poor, but damn, that's guy, that's really poor playing <laughs> playing soccer with this. I mean, I grew, you know, I grew up in a, I grew up poor, so playing these games was the only you know, source of entertainment because uh, having a TV was a luxury. And if you, if I wanted to watch TV, I had to look into my neighbor's window and watch the news to have fun that way. So I got a, I got a question. Um, so something I loved, I, I remember it was like yesterday, uh, during the summer, hot summer, nothing better to do. I was like maybe nine, ten years old. Um, we, my parents got us water guns. Super soakers. You they, got it. Super, so, super soaker. Oh, they super had that one with the backpack. That's the one yeah, I had. The super soaker five thousand. I yeah. was so young, and it weighed so much. Dude, it was two gallons. Two gallons. That's like sixteen pounds, and I yes. was like ten years old. But if, if <laughs> but, you, but if you had that squirt and you had somebody right behind you, you had that thing ready to go. And that you, was perfect. Oh man, that, it would hurt like a son bitch. That thing looked like the Ghostbuster pack. So it we, did. That's, that's why it, I wanted it. That, it was blue, that's what blue we and yellow. Used to, yep. That's what we used to pretend green like we was yellow. playing Ghostbusters. No, green, so the one I so the the you would have the one tank and then two tanks. The two tanks was blue and yellow. You know what you're the right. It tank, was green. It was green, blue, and yellow. It was like a, like a electric green. Yes. Yellow and blue. And then, then they, I had then the they, Super Sucker one uh, Super Sucker. 200 yeah man they, which they, had the two tanks yeah those, those things were great i i had the two tank ones and then there was the one that had the one long tank and then the, that's the bunsen burner looking the, the the 50 was the small tank that's right the 150 was um a really long tank and the 200 was a long tank with the bunsen burner tank on the back Right. I remember, but I don't know why they won't bring these toys back. Like I would those, buy like five of them. Right. Those, now. Yeah, man. Those things were great. That, that's just something you don't see today. So. No, you don't. You don't see those. Um, and they were actually made in America, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you ever drink water from the from a hose? Of course we oh, did. That's that's how you <laughs> hydrated. That's how I lost so many brain cells. Come on. <laughs> that's how you hydrated. Yeah, but man, you did, now did you do it right away, or did you let the water run for like three seconds so that you didn't drink scalding hot water when you would drink from the hose? I, I would usually let it go, let it go through just to get the germs <laughs> out first. 
Otherwise, you're getting lead. You're probably still getting lead. Yeah, yeah. That's. Or did, um, <laughs> you ever use uh, water balloon fights? You remember doing? Oh, yeah, we did that all like the that. time. That was with that was with the uh, yeah. water guns. Absolutely. Yeah. That they need to bring that stuff back. They're, remember, they had um, the laser things. They they oh, had yeah. these. They they I had mean, like this thing. They were so expensive. On your chest. My, my parents could never afford it. That, that, that was the my laser tag things. Yeah. yeah, that was my big present one Christmas. Yeah. That, like I got one big present every Christmas, and like one year it was a radio, one year it was a bike. So you one guys year it was laser tag. You guys are a little younger than I am, but the one toy I remember, and I was really mad. I asked for a remote controlled truck when I was a kid. And, of course, me being me with my ADD, I was, wasn't was specific of what I wanted. And my parents got me some random uh, truck that was not fun. The one I wanted was my, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but my buddy got it for Christmas, that same Christmas. And it was a monster truck that would do wheelies and had a wheelie bar. Um, I cannot remember the name of it. But it was phenomenal. The thing was great. And, Dude. like... Do you remember the RC car that had the real big tires so it would it could go flip either, either way? way? Yeah. yeah, there's a guy on YouTube who actually, he um, I watch a lot of uh, mountain bike videos. And um, this guy's a mountain bike uh, YouTuber. And um, he actually got it and tried to repair it because it was one of his favorite toys because he's the same age as us. And he what he did was he got a cheap one online and used the electronics in the old one and got it to work. I mean, I brought back so many memories. You That's can, pretty cool. You can jump that off of anything. There's nothing with that stop that thing. Yeah. I had a motorcycle. I had an RC motorcycle that my mom bought me for Christmas. I wanted the one that flips and does all the things. I eventually got that, that Tyco. one. Tyco yeah. put that one out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I eventually got one of them. That, that was like the next year's big present. Oh, excuse me. But um, the... They got me this motorcycle, and the the thing would self balance, and it would it, I I could jump it off the the slide at the park and stuff <laughs> like that. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So there was there was one toy, and I'm trying to look it up on uh, like on Amazon right now, and I can't find. But you it. have guns on your phone. Well, no. So this was this was That's a toy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember this. If if they still had it, I would want my wife to buy it. It was a gun, but when you pulled the Holt out, it would be a giant sword. But then, like the magazine would be like a smaller, a smaller sword, and it was like a five and one. I remember, so I remember having one of my birthday parties, and I remember beating the daylights out of my sister with the longer one, and I'm just wailing it on her. And in the video that I had that you know that I've lost, you could hear my nan in the background saying, "Adam, give it to me," you know. Oh, okay. Sorry. We're, 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 I'm trying to say it. It says the maximum recording time for segments is 60 minutes and keep an eye on the clock. So we have 45 minutes right now. We may have to do a second segment because we're going to just continue to go. But this sword that I had, I'm beating my sister with it. And you can hear in the video, all I hear is, give me this sword. God, God damn it, Adam. Give it to me. And I remember beating my sister. So my nan took the sword away from me. But she didn't know that this gun had a smaller sword. So I just pulled that one out and I started beating my sister with the smaller one. No wonder your sisters hated you. Well, my, That's well, pretty hilarious. Oh, dude. No, well, see, another fun story that... Uh, <laughs> Give me that! Now I got another one! Oh, well, I'll tell you another funny story about, about my sister. I don't, I don't talk to her. So, of course, being a kid of the 90s, you know, late 80s, early, you know, early 90s, um, if you did something wrong, your parents beat your ass and I believe, you know, a child should be disciplined, but I, we used to get the shit whipped out of us. Yeah. Well, my mother, she had a stroke. She only had a use of her one arm and she would beat the hell out of us. Well, one night me and my sister got in trouble 
And my mom said, you better get your ass upstairs right now before I beat you. And she started chasing us. When my sister was running in front of me, I grabbed my sister by the ankle and I throw her down the steps and I run up the steps. You hear my mom beating the piss out of my sister. I run in my room, lock the door, and I'm terrified because I just realized my sister just got beat. But because I grabbed my sister and I threw her to get, you know, to get beat first, I was going to get you're the gonna, whooping. You were going to get it worse. Oh, I was going to get a whooping of the lifetime. Well, yeah, that's what happened because as soon as that happened, my mom comes down, beats the hell out of me. Why would you do that to your sister? And the whole time as I'm getting beat, not only did it hurt, but I'm laughing at the same time because she got the, you know, got the ass whooped first, not me. Okay, so uh, on the theme of um, Christmas presents, um, is there anything you guys remember from your childhood that, like, is a cool 80s toy that now is deemed dangerous and they don't make... Because we live in an era where everything's dangerous and they're trying to sissify all the kids, uh, now in my opinion. Like, one toy that I wasn't allowed to have that I had to buy as soon as I was old enough to buy it on my own was a Red Ryder BB gun. Oh, from, yeah. Every year I watched the, the Christmas movie and I was like, I want that. And finally when I turned like 17 or 18, I went and bought a uh, a Red Ryder and realized, wow, this thing sucks. It's not even powerful. I, yeah, I, I never had a Red Ryder BB gun, but my cousin did. And we used to play with him a lot on the uh, farm. But uh, I never had one. I never had one. Um, I don't. You know what? I really don't remember a lot of the toys that I had uh, growing up. I mean, I was lucky enough. You know, when I lived with my nan, um, I had good Christmases. When I lived with my mom, I had terrible Christmases. But I, I, you know what? I really can't remember a lot of the a lot of the toys that I got. I mean, I, I mean, I remember getting the typical Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. um, Ghostbusters, He Man, um, Lone Ranger. So I mean, I remember Lone some Ranger. of those old. Oh, do you remember? Oh, you know what? Uh, they, they, you know what? Now I do remember. Creepy crawlers. Oh, I love. Creepy. Oh, so yeah. That's something oh, is that, that the one you got to bake it in the oven? Yes. Yeah. That, yes. And it's, and it's that, a, that was like. Do you know he turns like burnt myself on that yes. oven? Yeah. The, the easy bake oven for that, girls that was, was for, for girls. No, yeah. for girls. And then creepy no, crawlers. No, was that for guys. that's what I was calling it. Was it was the creepy crawl, crawlers was the easy bake oven for, for guys. guys. Yeah. And that, that friggin' light bulb would get so hot. But oh my god. That that, that was one Third of the degree burns. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the best gifts I got. Uh, I don't remember if I got for a birthday or for Christmas. Um, but, but the, we definitely had some good times making creepy crawlers. So if there's any young people on here listening, they're going to crack up at this because we're old. Uh, but one Christmas I asked for a Sony Discman, the one with like the 13 second skip protection, which was like huge at the time. I got one for free because My. of Marlboro. My parents ended up getting me an Iowa, which is like the bastard child of Sony, with no <laughs> like, skip protection. It's like getting, it's oh, like man, getting all the so zoom, mad. Like zooms my, or whatever it was. The, my the, the dad, fake iPod, which yeah. is zooms or whatever the hell it's called. My zoom. da- my zoom. dad had one that that you could have like kicked it into you you could have punted it like a football and that thing wouldn't skip. <laughs> uh, but awesome. he he gave that to me and I had it for years. And then one day it just crapped out on me. And then I bought another Sony and that, that thing was skipping. And I was like, oh, this, yeah. it's not as good as like the original. They yeah. make it the same. Well, they what they do is to lower the price. They made the quality. Like when they first come out, um, they wanted the quality to be perfect. So it's a little more expensive. You're getting a high-end unit. But over the years, just like even today uh, with technology, like, um, like even like see your Xbox. When it first came out, it was like four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. Yeah. And then three years later, 
that they make everything cheaper and you get it for 200 or 250. Yeah. So it's the same kind of thing. Um, but I mean, I remember I worked at the, the, the local bowling alley, uh, actually adds those right around the corner from it. Um, they're one of the few that are still open in the Philadelphia area. Um, and I remember I really, really wanted the first iPad, like the, or iPod, the white one, like the big brick. I, so, I remember those. Yeah. I had a black one. Uh, I don't remember what capacity it had, but it, it was like, it cost me a lot of money. Yeah. Well, I was working at the time, so once I started working, my parents were like, we're not buying you stuff anymore. You got to do it on your own. So um, I always wanted one, but like there was so much other stuff I needed. Like uh, at the time I was playing, um, I was still playing hockey, still playing baseball. So I had to buy all my own equipment. I was a catcher, so their equipment's expensive. <laughs> You're a catcher. Yep. Yep. And the uh, the equipment was expensive, so yeah, I never actually got one until I worked for Circuit City, and I ended up getting it for for free because it was like a return, yeah, you know? or not for free, but for really really cheap. All right. Uh, with that being said, we're going to take a break. Uh, we're coming up to the end of the segment. We're going to take a break, get some water, and then we'll we'll be back, and uh, we're going to continue the show after this. All righty. Talk to y'all soon. Take it easy. Hey, welcome back, everybody. So, yeah, we were talking about uh, the Christmas gifts that we, you know, that we got as kids. Um, I want to talk about, I, I remember one year for Christmas, I wound up getting um, a hockey stick. And it was, I think it was about 11 years old when I got it. So, um, it wasn't, it, it was a street hockey stick. So, it had like the, the opening, the opening uh, holes in the top of it. So, you could get like the... So, like a Mylac. You had like the Mylac yes, one? The, yeah, yes, yeah, the yeah. Mylac ones. But, um... They used to have players that would sponsor like those particular brands, and I think the one that I had was a, a Lemieux. And when I played hockey, when I played street hockey, I had I mean I started playing when I was eleven. I had no idea who Lemieux was, and then one day, oh, the greatest hockey player in the world. I had yeah. no idea who he well, is. Well, I, I never I never played, and then <laughs> when I see, he didn't know, he didn't know. And yeah, then when I saw, and then when I saw it was Lemieux, and I was just like, oh, he plays for the Penguins. And I remember, and I remember going to the store. We went to Models, and I was like, I have to get another stick. But they were so damn expensive. So I was trying to find a way how I can like finagle my, you know, my my nan to get me another stick, or you know, try to find a way how to get another one because I didn't want a Lemieux stick. But man, playing hockey, that that was one thing that I liked. It started with a stick, and then I wound up getting gloves. And for I don't know if if it's just me, I felt if you had hockey gloves playing street hockey, you played a lot better. Than just using your regular hands, but that could also well, just yeah, be me. It doesn't hurt your hand. Uh, you get punched over people in the face. I mean, that's, that's no. I'm talking about like when you're when you know when I, you're handling everything. Yeah, I, I'm handling I, someone's face. I remember I got a I got a hand me down set of hockey gloves, um, uh, a hockey stick. I don't, I don't remember what brand stick it was, and I got a pair of goalie pads. I got a pair as of a gift from uh, my mom's friend who used to babysit us. Uh, it's an older woman. Her name was Camille. Um, she she was a saint, and she gave me all that. It was her son's from when he played in in college, and uh, that's what I used to use as a, as a goalie because I I like to play goalie 
growing up. So yeah. I, my, I got a pair of goalie pads. Um, my Uncle Joe, God bless his soul, great, one of the greatest men to ever walk this earth. Um, he took me to like this flea market, and this flea market had the old school brown goalie pads. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, they were, I was tiny, like when I was, when I was younger, I was a lot shorter, so when you would put, put the pads on, it would go all the way up to like my waist. hip, like to my waist. And man, and that was like the best because they were so wide. You wouldn't get hit, you know. You want to get hit in the pecker, you know, if you hit the ball <laughs> hit you. But the problem was those goalie pads. You, you you almost didn't have to really try and block. Yeah. Because you you covered the entire net. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, and that was one thing that I you know I I I remember getting those from the flea market. I remember getting um, gloves. I had a pair of Bauer gloves. They were black and blue Bauer gloves from Models. Um, I don't. I don't remember Bauer gloves. Oh right. A Bauer. Well, yeah. Bauer. Yeah, one of the biggest things. And I remember when we would play, I would always have to be John Leclerc, even though he was a left-hand shot and I was a right-handed shot. John Leclerc oh, was my favorite player. That, that was play. another thing too. I learned to play with a left-handed stick because, like I said, I got a hand-me-down stick, and I didn't know the difference between a right-handed and left-handed stick. So, can you still play with a left-handed stick, or is it right-handed? That, I can't play right-handed. Really? That's crazy. I'm um, um, I'm right-handed, but I can't play right-handed hockey. See that? Well, see that? And, and I always, while playing as a kid. I would always feel it would be like a disadvantage playing somebody who was a lefty because of how – just because it was complete opposite of what I would be being a right-handed uh, right-handed player myself. Well, growing up, um, like I played like organized hockey from like eight on. And I remember when uh, – around the time the Muddy Ducks movies came out, um, the big hockey stick technology that time was like an Easton Aluminum. Yes, and um, those sticks were phenomenal. They were like lightweight, and their only big issue is if you played ice hockey with them, it's metal, so it gets real cold. Um, you have gloves on, but it's still it, it got really cold. And I asked for one of them for Christmas, and uh, I really, really wanted it. And I asked my parents for it, and like I don't know, if, I don't know what my parents' financial situation was at that time. Um, those sticks were not cheap, but they got me like an off-brand aluminum stick. A Weston. I don't. I don't remember what no, the brand was. D- D- Easton was the main yeah, brand. Okay. Weston, come on. That what was, was a really, it was a really bad joke. Yes, it was. Um, that's what I'm trying to say. I I, I caught it, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, was Weston a brand? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Weston's actually an oil, uh, uh, vegetable oil. Yeah, brand. yeah. It's yeah. We- actually Weston. Weston, Weston. You know yeah. what? Piss off. So I, uh, I don't remember what the brand was. I remember it was, it was like blue. It was dark blue, and it had like a rough texture to it, and it was heavy as. It was heavy as sin, and a kid I played hockey with had the legitimate uh, uh, Eastern aluminum, and it was like triple the weight. It was insane, and um, you know I always was like pissed at my parents that they didn't get me what I wanted. Uh, but I guess my parents did put me and my sister through Catholic school, and that was like a whole nother mortgage. So looking back, I probably should have gave them a break. Well, that's um, what, that's what I did, and and sometimes I, I one time I said it to my parents, and now I feel bad as as I say we could have done something better with that money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could have taken a trip or something. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but now I feel bad for it because they put their best foot forward to get me good education, yeah. and I just I didn't I wasn't the type of kid that took yeah. advantage of it. No, yeah. I mean if I didn't go to Catholic school, I'm not so sure I even want to graduate high school. To be honest with you. Uh, well, see, my I I never. I didn't get to go to Catholic school. Um, I went to a grade school called Sullivan Elementary, and then I went to Harding Middle School. And um, 
if you can make it through Harding, you know, it was like a precursor going to Frankfurt. So it was, yeah. you know, going in there. And if it wasn't for my godparents, I'm grateful for going to the high school that I went to. Because if not, I really don't think I would have even graduated high school at all. Um, I went. I wound up going to to Mass Charter, and uh, I got real lucky getting in there. And I'm and I'm grateful for what I have because if it wasn't for them, I would not know where I would be. You know today because man, growing growing up where I grew up in in the Frankfurt area, you know it it, it was it was pretty tough. So if anybody if anybody listens and you know about Harding, you'll understand. It was you know almost an everyday battle to where you know are you going to want to learn or aren't you going to want to learn? And at one point I wanted to learn just because I wanted to see what I could actually do with myself. I didn't want to fall into the stereotypical kid who didn't want to be in yeah. class. Same right? here. I didn't want to get my GED or anything online. Uh, yeah. I mean, nothing against people who got that. I mean, I just, you know, <laughs> so a funny story. I'll go back to when I was little and it'll, it'll explain why I think the way I do. Um, when I was younger, my parents took me um, uh, to New York uh, to go see, I forget the play, it was like a, a kid's play somewhere on Broadway, and that was the first time I was introduced to like people asking for money and homeless people, and I remember, I still remember like it was yesterday, I said to my mother, I'm like, I, I don't want to be homeless, and my mom's like, well, why would you think you're homeless? I'm like, well, I'm sure that guy didn't think he was going to be homeless when he was my age, so I don't want to be homeless. And that really stuck with me all through grade school and all through high school as many times as I wanted to quit because I, I was terrible at school, is that in my head I got to do this because I do not want to be homeless. And it's pretty funny as a kid, I, I I stuck with that thought in my head, but, you know. <laughs> my mentality. Don't want to be homeless. My yeah. mentality was, when am I going to eat next? <laughs> like it, was, I, it was bad at times, but you know what? I can tell you what. The, the free lunches that we used to get in in uh in middle school sometimes they suck but man I tell you what when I didn't have nothing to eat for breakfast better or lunch it was a lot better than nothing so for those kids who used to pick on me because uh I had to eat the freebies uh you know you can't see it but I'm flipping you off the bird because I'm doing a lot better than I did you know as a kid than I am now and you know what no matter no matter what situation I think that you're in. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Just talk to somebody about whatever whatever happens. Don't be afraid of what it is. Cause uh, I saw on Facebook it was it was it, it's one of those what would you do? It was if you had a red ball. If you took the red ball, you would go back to being the age of ten, but you would have all the knowledge that you have from your current age, but you'd be brought back to the age of ten. Or choose the blue ball, and the blue ball would automatically make you 45 years old, but you would have $50 million. What would you choose? And I thought to myself, you know what? I already have blue ball, so I'll just go with the blue ball. I, I, said, I, would go for, <laughs> I, I said I would go for the red one, and, and here's my, here's my, you know, my uh, reasoning. I don't know. Think about it like this. Okay, 10 years old. What, how old were you in, when you were 10? 1995, right? What, was what year was it when you what, were yes, ten? I'm sorry, How yes. old were you when you, you were, were ten? ten. <laughs> I was ten. ten. <laughs> the answer is ten. Yeah. All right. So, 1995, right? Cell phones were out, but they weren't as crazy as they were. Certain technologies weren't out. So, if you know that what was, we know that now, that was just the start of like AOL. Yeah, the beginning. Well, you know of what? It I guess here's the thing: if if you can go back to 95 and know everything we know now. 
Uh, you could bet on all the games for your parents and make them tons of money. You could tell them what stocks. I'm, I'm to buying pick. stocks, man. No, if I go back Apple, 1995, Apple. I'm buying Amazon. I'm buying Apple. Amazon. Amazon started in 1996. Yeah, I yeah. pick Apple though. No, dude, Amazon. I read online that, that the owner, the owner, Amazon's the last hey, 15 years. At, Apple's like yes, Apple's, but, yeah, but if you, but if you, if you Apple started in 1985. I don't know what the stock would have been in 1995, yeah, 10 years if, later, but, but you, it probably, I mean, it's still a good investment. Remember, Amazon originally was just for it's selling books. books. Started with so books. If you, so if you, let's say there's shares at like $10 a share, hypothetically. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to be making sure every, you know, for every month, I'm going to go. Yeah, and You'd be a billionaire. Yeah, so by the age of 35, I'd have more than $50 million and it'd be fine. But at the same time, the reason why I'm saying that is because... you got to live through your childhood again. It, it sucked when, what I had to but go through. But I think, to be honest with you, I think having the life experiences that we had and then going back and dealing with... So, like, when you were when you were 10, you thought school was hard. Like, you thought, oh, my God, this, like... Now I, I just want to go back. Now I just want to go back because it's easier than working and trying to raise two kids. Yeah. By far. I'm responsible for two kids and a wife now... Back then, I was just responsible for myself. Shit, I was at my responsibility. And even then, I, I wasn't even responsible, wasn't for, even responsible for that. <laughs> I mean, I, the, the only thing I wouldn't want it, the only reason why I wouldn't want to go back to being 10 years old again is because I lost my nan when I was 11. But having the knowledge that I have now, oh, absolutely. I would, I would change it. But you know what? I want, to, I want to tell you a really quick story, and a lot of people like to call it bullshit, but... I always feel sometimes like as a kid, you want to create and invent these things because, you know, you probably have projects in school. Mm-hmm. What would you invent? What would be one thing that you would invent to change the future? And I remember one of the projects that I did, I said, I'm going to create a refrigerator that would roll on wheels and serve you beer. Because my mother was an alcoholic, I figured it'd be the greatest invention <laughs> for all alcoholics. But then I came up with this idea and I thought about it and I... I wrote it down, but I never turned it in. And I thought about this. I, I thought, you know what? Why can't I talk into something and it would write down everything that I wrote? Because I was terrible with grammar. And talk was, to text. Basically talk to text. But then 10 yeah, years later, I it came out. Dragon Software. Dragon Software. It's where you can actually talk and it would write everything yeah. out. And I thought when I saw that, I said, son of a bitch, if I, if I could have yeah, had but here's, something. Here's the problem. Even today... I guarantee you, you couldn't figure out how to do it. Oh, I couldn't because you're not a computer programmer. No. So going back when you're ten, I, yeah, you got the idea, but it doesn't mean yeah, you're not going to do it. That's no, just, but, that's but just like me thinking. The one time I was I was walking around, I had my cell phone in my pocket, and I had my iPod, and I and I went, you know what, real would really be easy if you took the iPod and also made it a cell phone. And they they already had it in the works at that point, yeah. well, but it wasn't out yet. Even and not I just that remember long thinking ago, of that. Even not that long ago, two thousand. I want to say two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Maybe no, no. Actually, I think it was two thousand eight. Sorry, let me go there. Two thousand eight. I had a uh, BlackBerry uh, smartphone. And, yeah, that's what I had at the time. And the internet on it sucked. I mean, it was terrible. And I thought, I just wish one day they'd invent a phone that would give you the real internet, like the real full you can go through. Shit, man. I told you not. Three years later, it's like, here you go, Apple and um, Android. And oh, I was man, like, holy I was, crap. I was man. terrified. If you, anytime you had the cell phone. So my first my first saw that I had was the Motorola that looked like a 
like a banana, and it would have like the three different uh, colors. You would have the red, oh. the yellow, and it was like the like the the the, the silicone. It, yeah. it was terrible. It was a prepaid. Young and young, and I had the StarTac. I, I do remember the StarTac flip phone. That was yeah. the first phone I had. Yeah, but when I went from there, and then I went, I think my next one was Nokia. But if you hit the internet, you would have you would sit there and go, oh shit, oh shit. And you would have to try to like click off yeah, the internet because they charge you per yeah. like uh, it per was five yeah, seconds. It was insanely <laughs> it was expensive. So growing up, you know, you, these young kids nowadays, they don't realize how easy they have it with cell phones and what they had to close. Man, remember they would charge you per text, or you had to, you had yeah, like have. so many texts. Well, I've been so speaking of this, with the cell phone as well. I've been with T-Mobile. Remember AOL this. had minutes. Yes, yeah. you get the free minutes that, on. You get the free right. minutes and the chat rooms. That, the yeah. free, free minutes after nine for most plans. I had someone hack my computer and was like flashing stuff. I, back when I had my first computer, it was like nine. I think we talked about this on the other one. I had a Packard Bell, and uh, we did. Yeah, I went onto the I guess the original dark web, and uh, yeah, the computer never worked right after that. Yeah, I mean, and you could go online, or not online, but like supermarkets, like, certain newspapers or, or magazines would have I, like the free. I like, just shop for. Porn. I got I got <laughs> banned from AOL because a friend of mine downloaded a program, and the the program's main thing was to turn your text into like waves and colors and stuff like that, and that's why I asked them to download it. But it also had a phishing thing. And if you remember, AOL had the instant messages. Yes. And then, yeah, yeah, but but it wasn't AIM at the time. It was still AOL. It was still AOL Messenger, yeah. And and, um, it it had, like, the instant messages within the program. Well, uh, I clicked on the phishing thing. It took me to a uh, one of the big chats, the chat rooms, and asked someone for their password. And we got banned from AOL, and we had to use CompuServe. Oh my God, CompuServe! Now that no. was the bastard child of, uh, of AOL. AOL. But, I mean, it, it did the same shit, and I could talk. But there to was people. no one on it, though. Yeah, but oh, but yeah. you could still talk to people through instant message. Like oh, I, okay. I could get somebody through AOL. In fact, if I remember correctly, it was like an AOL subsidiary. So uh, now, yeah, yeah, the best, now, yeah, best return. Yeah, now, now, of course, do you remember going to the chat rooms? The first thing you would say, ASL. Do you remember what ASL stands for? Oh Age, sex, location. <laughs> Age, oh, sex, location. Wow. Yeah, man, you would have to sit there and be like 18 slash M slash PA. You know what I mean? And they'd be like, oh, we're in front of you. And you would find out all this yeah. information. Well, I don't know if, we course, have any, if we have any young people on here, uh, before Facebook, or as I like to call it Bookface, uh, we had uh, MySpace. And um, I loved MySpace. And I, I didn't my know friends, I had a MySpace. All my a friend friends made it. Know how to pimp it out and like yeah. make their screen and put music to it. Uh, it, was, it was all you had to use. You had to go online to get the codes, and if you yeah. couldn't figure it out, you're like, "Oh, how do you get this?" You can go in there. Yeah. They used to be able yeah. to do that. You know what's crazy for AOL's um, yeah. uh, profile as well? You would have to go and get like this crazy text. Yeah. Being like, yeah. um, you know what was crazy about about MySpace, and no one took advantage of it. Because you had to get all that text, you were learning code. You were learning computer code. C++, yeah. And, and, yeah. and no one took advantage to be like, hey, I can learn this yeah. and make it big. But you know, what the, you know what the one thing I remember about MySpace that was, it was kind of a, one of the things that it would make and break people. We started on hockey and we got yeah, on MySpace. But it would be the top 10. Who was your top 10 friends? And if you did oh, not yeah. have your no, top 10 friends. No, I thought it was friends, top 8. 
No, it was. It, top, it was no, it was, it was top. top it was. It was top eight. Was original. Yeah, and then top yeah, ten and then because. Top ten. But if you didn't have like, if you were dating somebody and she wasn't top ten, 10 she was oh, number one. Oh you yeah, were in trouble. you're in trouble. Yeah, man. And then we'd always be like, oh, what, yeah. what, who the hell's this? And then if you change somebody, like if someone, that's was, how you know someone broke up. Yeah, absolutely. That's like oh you go, yeah, you that's, go on Facebook. That's hilarious. You see they're single. The way you tell if someone was single is if they're. Their number one person wasn't their girlfriend. And then if and if you and if you that, knew someone's true. like I forgot about that. And if your best friend wasn't your number two, it was like your number three. I'm like, dude, what the hell are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, why aren't we here? And people took offense to that. Yes. Yeah. And and thinking about it now, it's MySpace was short lived. That was only like three or four years before Facebook came. Did you, in. Did you remember? Yeah. It was like seven to like oh yeah. nine. Right, so, now it's like solely for music. Yes. Music I don't even platforms. know it's still around. Yeah, it's still for music. So I'd I would, like to see my original page, but I couldn't remember the passport. No, I I, 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 I think I deleted my page. Was on private, so I can't even find mine. But do you remember the, they used to have shirts down the shore that would say, you know, I only look good on MySpace. Yeah. So I want to tell a quick story. Well, there, about, was, there was a, hold on before you go. There was a um. I remember like it was uh, Ocean City, New Jersey. They had um, a uh, shirt that had the picture of the MySpace guy with his like his profile picture. Oh, Tom. Yeah. Tom. That it was, was a it. blue shirt. It said um, MySpace, and then it had Tom on there giving the thumbs up. That's hilarious. So the the, the one story that, that was his picture. Yeah. yeah. So the story that I have about about uh, about MySpace, and it's probably one of my favorite stories. I'm not going to mention any names, but if the person who I'm talking about listens to this, you're going to remember. So I remember one night a buddy of mine says, hey, man, you know, I just, I just met this girl on MySpace and uh, she wants to hang out. She's real cute. I said, yeah, sure, man. I said, do you have like a, a picture that I could see? He goes, yeah. And of course, that old saying, you look good on MySpace because it was a side profile picture. Like you never saw in the front. You never saw the full face. So we wound up going. But you could do that on like Facebook and everything but, too. But now, but remember, this was MySpace. Right. So I, I you know, I, I was driving at the time. So I said, you know what, dude? I'll go. He goes, yeah, because she's got a friend. We're, we're all going to hang out. I'm like, yeah, man. We go pick up this girl. As soon as I pull up, she's out front with her mom. Oh, so and so. Hi, hi, hi. How are you? The girl got closer and closer and closer to the car. And I'm sorry, I'm not the best looking guy in the world, but neither was she. She was not that pretty at all. And she's like, you guys have fun. And she jumps in the back of the car. My buddy's sitting in the front seat and we both look at each other. And he's giving me the look of, oh shit, I done screwed up. So I gave him a look and I said, and I just, I just nodded to him and he knew what that meant. So what I did was, is that I pretended to pick up my cell phone and I go, hello, what are you talking about? Are you kidding me? So he looks at me and he goes, what's happened? I said, dude, the house is flooding. I said, remember the pipe that we put in for, for the washer and dryer? Dad just said that it all blew up. Now my buddy's sitting there going, oh yeah, man, I can't believe it. So we're going back and forth and I'm not even on the phone and we're pretending that all something happened. just to happened. get rid of this chick? Yes, just Jeez. to get rid of this chick. But then the girl goes, what happened? And we're like, oh, listen, we got, we're going to have to drop you home because this, that, and the third. She goes... My dad's a plumber. He can come over and help. We're like, no, no, no. Listen, this is a family. This, <laughs> this is a family thing. Me and my brother. Should be like, my uncle's a plumber. No, we're like, no, no. Me and my brothers. You know, he'd take real offense if we didn't call him. Me and my brothers. You know, me and my brothers. We're gonna take care of this. Blah blah blah. So we actually dropped the girl back off at her house, and her mom just standing there, and she goes, "What happened?" We got to go. There's a flood in our house. She goes, hold on. Let me get my husband. No, it's okay. It's okay. The girl got out of the car, dude. I put that, I put my piece of. It's like Coyote Ugly. I had to chew your arm off to get your, get yes. away from her. My POS, 
Ford Focus that I had, I flew down the street and I looked at him and I go, man, you owe me. And he goes, I am so sorry. And he was just so embarrassed that he, he picked up this chick on MySpace and she didn't look better on MySpace. And yeah, it, it was it was a shame. I, it was funny. I think we all had yeah. I a, picked up a girl experience. on MySpace. Um, yeah. Uh, my buddy DCS um, knew this uh, chick that they all knew, and um, I I met her on like they knew her. I had never met her. I was just friends with her on Facebook. Um, uh, MK, I'm gonna call her. Um, I know what you're talking about. No, not that MK. Like there's a girl named MK. It's not that one. Oh, he mentioned it before the the other one. So, uh, okay, okay, so different MK. A different MK. Um, and yeah, I mean, we hung out, and she told me her uh, when I went to her house, her dad had a lot of guns, and yeah, so uh, nothing ever came of that because I was too scared of her dad. But yeah, yep, I love the MySpace days. Now with with MySpace, uh, uh, now this particular person did this to me with both MySpace and Facebook. Um, the, I didn't know I had it. They, this, so, someone made the, uh, p- pages for me. And then I started getting emails saying, uh, you got a firm request, you got a firm request. And I didn't know what was going on. So then I found out that I had the MySpace and that I had the Facebook page. And at first I didn't pay attention to either of them. And then once, once, uh, I started dating one girl, she was like, Hey, do you have MySpace? And I'm like, well, yeah, I got it. So I gave her MySpace and then I started using it more. And then after we broke up, I got rid of MySpace and then I started using Facebook more. Um, I used, I used Facebook when but, I got into college. Yeah. But then. You went to college? The, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you went to college? Yes, I, I went to college. I went to KKF, baby. I, I got to college uh, in Philadelphia. I got a um, a message from this girl named Samantha. We had some mutual friends, uh, but she was like, "Hey, I think you're really cute. I wanted to, you know, I was hoping we could meet up." I met up with her, and she wasn't bad looking, little Italian girl. But the entire time, she she talked about how she dated a flyer. Somebody played for the Flyers. I I forget who she said said she dated, but that entire date just went that direction uh, and i was like I'm, I'm not talking to this girl anymore i remember i mean i met a couple girls on uh on myspace and uh and facebook i actually met one of my ex-girlfriends on uh on myspace um met a couple girls you know like i said on myspace went out on a couple dates and it was just one of those you know, you went out on a date, and uh, when it was over, it was over. And then that's when you were like, yeah, you knew it didn't go well when uh, you went to try to message them. And, you know, you got blocked or they blocked you kind of a thing. Yeah. So, but that's just, you know, things things like that. But these kids nowadays, man, it, social media is, I think it's going to be the death of America. And, and, the, and, the only, and, and what I mean by the death of America, it's just... Everybody and anybody has to post something. Like when, when Facebook, uh, it's, when not, MySpace... it's not just that they have to post it. Everybody has a right to post it. No, no. It's but not, then it's... somebody like wants to re, rebute it or, or no, no. What I mean, what I mean is, everything goes on Facebook. It doesn't, and and it's just, and it. That, what I mean by social media is going to yeah. be the death of us is that everybody will post something. Everybody has a comment for something. Everybody's going to sit there and be like, oh. 
it's like if you, yeah, if you don't you have almost nobody live through vicariously through it, other people exactly and you know when when myspace first came about like you would just you know you would be able to post something and it would just be like you know what, what the hell with <laughs> this and that was really much it. Chef Monkey, that's you, ain't it? Yes, it is. Chef Monkey was my was my uh, was my MySpace. Brian just looked up at ads uh, MySpace. I figured out how to get on MySpace. It doesn't work right. Like it, I don't. It's not like I remember. Obviously, I'm sure they updated it, but I if can I'm only not, see a few friends on here. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, I think my MySpace picture was actually a picture of, uh, of my wife and I. Huh. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I could I could be wrong, yeah. but I mean, social media for us when when we were teenagers is completely different than what it is now, and I mean, uh, it's forever evolving. Oh, absolutely. It's, however, they make money, they make money. I mean, it's still it's still crazy how how times have changed. But, I mean, you know, yeah. we, we're, we're we talked about games that we played growing up as as kids. Um, you know, we're talking about obviously social media experiences as kids. But could you imagine what our lives would have been like, like kids nowadays, 10, 11 years old, with the social media platforms when we were growing up? You know, like the things, the times that were happening that, um, that you know, like, like, the, like the times when we were growing up. I'm sorry, I keep on, Brian, you're showing the picture of your old car, Brent, so I'm like stuttering because I can't, re- I can't Brent, believe. Are you on your, your MySpace yeah, now, Yeah, I, I have figured out how you to get back it up. on it. But it's it's not the same. Like they, um, like I said, they. I'm sure they it. changed a lot of the platforms. And a lot of it's not, like because I haven't updated it since 2007 or 2008. Right. Like a lot of the pictures aren't working. Like a lot of my top, like I can't even I see a top eight, but I can't see my friends' top eight pictures. I guess because oh. I think if they deleted theirs, it won't show up on mine anymore. <laughs> I literally just te- you found my name, which was Chef Monkey, mm-hmm. and I want to show and I want to show Espo this. How funny is it when I type in Chef Monkey MySpace? Who's the first name that pops up? Brian's. Brian's. It's the first name that pops up. That's on the search bar. That's is weird. actually that's pretty funny. Which is of Brian's, and that's why I'm like looking. Like it's weird that yeah, you're looking it up, and I mean I can't even see. I can't even see my 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 uh, names or anything else of it. That's weird. That is no. absolutely crazy. How you can still find some things. That were on MySpace. Oh, crap. That's my old apartment. <laughs> Who was in that Oh, building? wow. Look at and that picture. We had a party. Like, there were people that I didn't know that were there. Chuck invited the whole world. Yeah. I think was that night, Chuck in the photo? That's the night that Chuck had to do push-ups outside because the cops came and we had underage people in the house. And instead of going to jail for it, he had to do push-ups. And if you don't know, uh, my Let's buddy, not mention he's, he's, Chuck's uh, last name. No, but I'm going to mention that he, was at, he wasn't skinny. And um, he was a short little Mexican kid, so the push-ups weren't his uh, his forte. Forte, yes. He had T Rex arms. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. And actually, that that would have been better for him having yeah. shorter arms, yeah. not pushing it as, yeah, as I, much weight as high. I still I can't believe that I that was the first name that popped up when I looked up on MySpace. But like I was saying, yeah. you know, as I was stuttering, I mean, things that were going on in the early '90s. Just imagine what life would have been like with social media with what was going on like our social media was the news like that was the only way you can find something out was through the um, news not, or or not just that but notes in school yeah, yeah but but that's just because news goes on in social media but so, social media had a very specific purpose social social media when we were kids was like yo there's everybody's bikes 
that's the place that something's going on. Yeah. Because you would ride your bike to your buddy's house, and then everybody would throw their bikes on the lawn, and then and then they would go out to play. Like we we used to go out to the basketball courts a lot. I didn't like watching basketball too much, but damn if I didn't play it all the time. Oh yeah, absolutely, and, man. And hockey and stuff like that. I remember um remember when the city did the did the the whole hockey rink thing and they started bringing hockey, hockey rinks to uh, all local playgrounds. Yeah, yeah. Like like we used to go up there and and they didn't ever have nets or nothing. You had to bring your own net. Yeah. But we would just grab trash cans and throw them down and start start uh we would use trash cans as the uh, as the goalie as the nets. goals going nets or or we bring our own nets sometimes. Like, all right, well, really quick as well, like, as we're talking, I'm realizing this. This episode, on uh, this second part, is awesome because it's, like, ADD at its finest. Like, we're jumping yeah, from, we, we started from hockey, talking about MySpace, and we really don't have a specific um, nah, we topic. Did, we went this, straight on tangents. Yeah, this, this particular episode. So, this is one reason why I like doing this podcast is we have our own point of views, and like I said earlier... Uh, if you reach out to us on Twitter at Endless Gray One, uh, let us know what you thought of the episodes. Uh, if you have any any topics that you would like for we, us to talk about, we'll, we, we'll, we'll take your on. we'll take your suggestions seriously. We'll, yeah. we'll even uh, give you a shout out if it if that's cool with you. Uh, so just send just let us know in the uh, message or send a DM to Twitter and let us know that we can send you a shout out because because uh, we want at least your you know your permission to do it. Yeah, and, and and that's why it's great to have uh, specific topics because we will definitely go on these little tangents. Um, the, the the first part of this podcast obviously was things that you know what we did as kids. Um, I guess this is more of like leading into what we started to do as adults. So right within the next uh, couple of weeks, it's going to be Halloween. So I want to do a quick segment of what we did, you know, as adults around Halloween. And I'm sure I'm not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> the uh, the statute of limitations. Yeah, I still got ten more years uh, before I can talk about it. Well, you remember my Halloween parties? Yeah, I used to have some of the best, best Halloween parties, man. And you know what? I'm I if I had to save it for another episode, I will. But we used to drink a lot, and Brian will be able to uh, voucher that. I we used to throw some of the best parties and and Espo here and was uh is probably has one of the best that wasn't Halloween though no it wasn't Halloween it was just it was a just, party it was cold that night yes it was very cold that night so I'm going to tell this quick story and um this is just probably one of the one of my favorite stories growing up with uh with espo here is <laughs> i went streaking <laughs> yes so we were drinking we started playing kings or a game and we basically uh dared espo to run outside but naked so he decided he did and two of our friends who would always fight uh during during you know all of our parties they were fighting in, in their car and here comes espo runs right by them she might be up with the baby. Okay. So sorry. Uh, as my my daughter came down looking for my wife. So um, while he's telling the story. Yes, and that's why I wanted to pause because um, I don't want her hearing what he did. So he <laughs> he ran down the street, but naked, and uh, he ran in front of our friend's car, 
and started shaking like Elvis in front of the car. And uh, obviously, they had no idea what to say about it. That's it something was, I would not want to see, by the way. No, it was it was funny. But then uh, later on that night, we had the uh, we had the cops called, and the cops asked if uh, we saw a naked uh, Elvis person running around the neighborhood. And um, Espo was on the couch cracking up laughing as we had to cover his face with a pillow so that you you know you wouldn't uh you wouldn't hear him but um what what other things did you like you know how growing well, up you know getting older halloween was so i had a store like so i guess it was like 7th or 8th grade uh a group of us guys and girls went around trick or treating together of course the girls were like uh like french maids and all their sexy outfits in like 7th 8th grade and um there was a kid that he was in our grade. Um, I really didn't get along with him too well. He came over and he had a, uh, basically, like we'd use pillowcases to collect candy because we were poor. We didn't have any special bucket or anything. So the kid filled up a, uh, a sack, like a pillowcase with pennies. And he to steal our candy, he came and started swinging at us. And he, he tried to hit a chick. And this dude was bigger than me, and I'm like, whatever, I don't care. He's not hitting a girl. Like, this isn't happening. So me and this other dude, uh, who actually since passed away, uh, a good friend of mine, Joe, um, we took him down, and we beat the living crap out of him. And funny enough, it's like right down the street from a police station. So we are right near our local police station, like literally three houses down. And a cop pulls over, and he's threatening us to throw us in the back, and... Um, one of the girl's moms luckily lived right two houses down, saw the whole thing, told the cop what she saw, and luckily we didn't get in trouble, but yeah, it was uh, touch and go there. I was like, ah, I'm only in seventh grade and I'm already getting arrested. <laughs> well, I remember, I, I think I was probably in, I'll have, I'll have two stories. One story is about giving out candy, which is funny, but the second, the one story that I have is uh, I remember going out trick-or-treating. Well, not really trick-or-treating, but we would always go to um, certain people's houses that we know, and they would always still give us candy just because they knew us from when we were kids. But we would walk. I would walk around with my um, with my knife on me, and I would always look out for... You're bad to the bone. No, for the bad kids. So, like, we would always see these kids, like, snatching other kids' candies, and we would run up to them, like, oh, dude, that was funny, that was hysterical. And as we're talking to them... I'd have my knife and cutting a hole in their candy bag that they just stole. And as they're walking away, all, all the, the candy would out. be falling out. So it would always be like one of those, you know, like you have to be like the uh, the Robin Hood of, of, you know, of the candy thieves. But the one Halloween story that I had that was probably one of my favorites was one year um, I was told, hey, you have to go and, and give out candy. I said, yeah, sure, not a problem. Well, I go out to give candy. I put on a blue jumper. I put a mask on. I put the candy bucket right next to me, and I just sit there completely limp, dead. And kids are coming up, grabbing candy, because I had a sign that said, you know, take one. And, of course, one kid comes up, and he takes, and he would be, you know, real scared. And then I seen one kid, he comes up, and he goes, oh, dude, look, they left a bowl outside. Let's take it all. Well, they come over, and they try to grab the bowl, and I just come and just grab them. What the hell are you doing, man? These kids scream so friggin' loud. They threw all their candy out of the way and they just ran down the street. 
and I lost it because it was like, oh, let's try to steal these people's candy, and they couldn't do it because you scared them. They didn't realize it was a real person underneath. They thought it was just like a dummy sitting there, and um, and you know they can just steal the candy itself. Now that while uh, Adam was telling the streaking story, I ran up to to check on my daughter. She came down looking for for my wife, so. I ran up to make sure that she was able to talk to my wife. And I just got down and now we're talking about Halloween stories. So, so what, what, basically um, what I said, Vince, was you ran outside. Two of our friends oh, I know, at the party. I know the story. Yeah, and I said, um, I said we had to throw a pillow over your face. To, to, to stop, stop from laughing because the cops came down they, looking for me. Yes, and that's, that's, that's one of many uh, drunken stories that I have. Uh, drinking with Espo <laughs> and uh, drinking with Brian here. We had... The cop pulled up and he went, did anybody see a naked Elvis? <laughs> it was um, great. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It's a, it, old old drinking stories. Uh, early, early 20s. Was, uh, yeah. And for just, those, yeah. Just a good time. Yeah. It, and you know what? It was a lot different. And I think about this now. Man, all the money that we spent at the bars. You know oh, how much God. money we could have saved and how much more drinking we could have done? And yeah. killed a lot more liver cells, you know, but if we drank hey, at the we, house. We had a good time j- hanging out at Jackson, Yik Yaks, and Patty Wax. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, uh, the the one that really sticks out in my mind where I dropped a ton of dough, um, we, it was um, St. Patty's Day. And we went to that bar on, um, oh God, it was on Academy and Grant. There was a gay bar upstairs. Alberts. Alberts, yes. Yep. And uh, so I I started doing Irish car bombs. I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea. Not a good idea. And I told my one buddy, DCS, you can put a beer or two on my tab. So he went over. Oh, I I told that to my friend uh, BC, and he put nearly $300 of beers on my tabs. Well, it wasn't him. So he went over. And the bartender, I said, yeah, go ahead. And uh, I thought nothing of it. Well, I, like, 25 drinks in, I, I was plastered. According to the bartender, I was telling everyone they can put their drinks on my tab. That mm. that, that was the story I got. When... My tab was $485. Yeah. And I said to the bartender, I'm like, I, I can't afford that. Like, I'm making, like, 10 bucks an hour at the time. I'm like, this is insane. That's why I never had an open tab. I always yeah, made sure. Dumb. I never yeah. did that. I always made sure that it was just a pay and go. But I'll but tell the, this. Yeah, I'm going to tell one. That was, that was the story I got. It, it was uh, I was home on leave from the from the military. Um, friend friend of mine bought some drinks and apparently I got too I got too drunk and I left without paying my part of the tab. So he ended up covering me. But the next week I was still home on leave. Um, uh, we went to the same bar and uh, apparently I, I got pretty plastered and according he, uh, Bill told the bartender that I would pay for all the drinks and I, I ended up paying for about a $300 tab. No, I never, like I said, I never, thank God I didn't have a credit card at that time because I would have been really pissed if I had to do something like that. But the, the most... oh, I, I was, I was mad, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, I, I had the reward points. I ended up, I ended up not actually paying for it. Yeah. I used my re- reward points on the, on the credit card. 
Brian Brian will probably remember this story. It's a real quick one. Long, you know, trying to make a long story short. We were out. We were drinking out one night, and uh, my my wife got so hammered. Uh, they she thought she got carded at the bar, and she never did. We just said that she couldn't drink no more. So as we're taking her out of the bar, she's crying hysterically, saying they kicked me out. We're like, no, they didn't kick us out. And a friend of ours just bought a whole round of drinks. Well, Brian goes, you know what? I'll take you home because he lived with us that night. So I take I take my wife home. I put her to bed after at least a good 45 minutes going back and forth. Yeah, we went back to the bar. Yeah, well, you went back to the bar. And after I put her to bed, I remember coming back to the bar and everybody goes, what are you doing here? And I go, she's asleep. I came back to drink. Everybody's called me an asshole because I decided yeah. to. Everybody decided to sit there and yeah, think that she's I looked, passed out. Oh, she's passed out. Well, she's she, good to go. Well, the reason why I wanted to say this was because she says to me, "Where are you going?" Right before I put her to bed, I said, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta pick up Brian from the bar. He's been drinking all night and he needs a ride home." Yet it was Brian who drove us home from yeah. the bar. And thing. I was drinking peep shows. Those things were, <laughs> they're supposed to limit you to two, but I was getting other people to buy me them. So I think. By the time I left, oh, we start. We were drinking that. We were drinking the, oh, uh, the the power hours. Yeah, power hours. Yeah, dollar shot, dollar beers. Yep. Uh, remember uh, penny shots at at Penny Gardens? Oh, jeez, yes. that's the, where we were at. Yes, those, Penny Gardens. We were yeah. at Penny Gardens. Yeah, the, the, those were nights that just never ended well. Yeah. No. See, of course, yeah. Now, now, as you as you heard, we have definitely went on a tangent. We started talking about one thing. We're now talking about our. Uh, about our drinking nights, yeah. but uh, we're gonna probably start wrapping up the show. Uh, we're gonna look in. We're gonna start thinking of what our next topic of conversation is. I think we start talking about um, horror movies or horror villains since it's right around yeah, Halloween time. We're I getting, think that'd be, we're getting the Halloween, so I think that'd be a that's great, a good thing to go because it, it, it we can do a continuation of the movies before yes, and then we can talk about the villains because I think that might be something that we can talk about that will be. A great, uh, great topic, and of course, we won't really go off on a crazy tangent like we just did for the last forty-five minutes. Oh, on on the episode that got deleted, and and um, we talked a lot more about hockey, but you were you were mentioning before about when you would when you would yell car, yes, um, and, and we brought up Wayne's World, uh, with with my last name. What I wanted to <laughs> what I wanted to mention was that um, um, Garth in or was it. I don't remember if it's Garth. I, th- I think it was Garth because Garth was playing the goalie in Wayne's World, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He he was wearing a Blackhawks Esposito jersey. Yeah. And uh, I br- I brought that up because uh, growing up I had a uh, I had a Flyers jersey with my last name on it, and people would always go, "But but Esposito didn't play for the Flyers," and I'd yeah. be like, "You dumbass, that's my last name." Well, see, I I'm not gonna say my last name, but uh, there was a there was actually a baseball player who played for the Phillies at one point. Yeah. And, and he wore the number 44. He was a pitcher. And he played, like, not even a full season with the Phillies. And then he left. And I was like, yes, my last name is now a Philly. And I actually I have my own uh, my own Phillies jersey with my last name on it. Yeah. And people say the same exact thing. There was no one with that name and with that number. It's like, yeah, all right. Well, like I said, you know, we're, 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 of course we're going back off onto the tangent. So, uh, you know. If you it, you know you like what you hear, of course, like I've said before, reach out to us on Twitter at endless gray one, uh, capital E, capital G, and the number one uh, gray is spelled G R A Y. 
if you like what you hear, uh, send us send you know send us a a, a message, a direct message, whatever. Talk about topics that you like. Let us know what you think of the show. If you like it, if you don't like it, um, suggestions and and comments are always welcome. Oh, I I forgot to give a shout out at the beginning of the show, so I'll do it now. Um, Taylor from TACX and the National Concealed Carry Association. Uh, they they're doing um. NCA, uh, NCCA ambassadors, and um, I've been in touch with them guys. Uh, it's you can go to their website, which is at TACX, and they they do a lot of like second pro Second Amendment type type clothing and holsters and stuff like that. Uh, check their gear out; you might like them. I told him I give him a shout out. He um they they might be able to send us a couple t-shirt t-shirts or something like that uh so i wanted to give a shout out to taylor i'll let i'll reach out to him let him know we mentioned him in the episode absolutely all right so everybody as we like to close out our shows i always like to say when we meet upon the level part upon the square all right take it easy see you guys later next episodes bye-bye thank you for listening to the run through the endless gray podcast we're grateful to our listeners, but none of this would be possible if it weren't for the Anchor app. Anchor helps distribute the podcasts and other podcasts on multiple platforms, such as Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And if you want to reach out to us with what you think about the show or show-related topics, you can hit us on Twitter. That is at EndlessGray1. Gray is spelled with an A. That's Endless Gray 1, capital E, capital G, the number one on Twitter.